1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Well, right now, you're going to hear from Nita Tin. She is a former Buddhist, originally from Burma, currently known as Myanmar. She's the co-founder of Tin Laser Vision and was practice administrator of the Chattanooga and North Georgia medical practice for 45 years. She's also a motivational speaker, a conference leader, a Bible teacher, and author. And she has written a book, Heartbeat of a Survivor. She's going to tell us some of her story, her message is one of hope. Good morning to you, Nita. Good morning. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here, Nita. And kind of the subtitle of your story um, is Heartbeat of a Survivor, From Golden Pagodas to a Soul Set Free. Seems like we could talk for about five weeks about your story. <laughs> but I'm wondering, can you just give us a snapshot, a summary of what God has been doing and has done in your life? Well, I always think of the verse that I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. And also it says that if you search for me and seek for me with your whole heart, I will be found of you. So I was brought up as a little Buddhist girl back in Burma, and I was in search for something more, something that would satisfy me that I couldn't find. And God, in his loving kindness, drew me to himself. He had to remove everything from me because I was brought up as a rich girl. And he one by one, he took them all away from me mm. until I was left empty-handed. And it was during that time that I met, I was 16 years old, and I met this wonderful man who by his life and his love for his Lord drew me to his Savior. And it was from from him that I learned about this loving God who loves me. And God had to take me through the process of removing everything from me, being in the jungle with no water, no, uh, no electricity, nothing. And then for the military uh, government, when they took over, I was there when they had the massacre of the students. My daddy was locked up, tortured and imprisoned. There were people who were just taken away without any trials. But God took us through all of this to finally bring us to a land that was free. But more than that, it was not just freedom from fear and tyranny, but it was to bring me into this wonderful, loving relationship of a heavenly father who loves me and who became my hiding place. Mm, that's oh. beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much for just giving us that about that journey from, from uh, Burma and, and what was happening there 
to a place of freedom physically and spiritually. And then, Nita, you are known in this area for your Bible teaching and for how you've mentored other women. Tell us about your ministry. Well, I taught Bible study for about (laughs) 45 years, I guess. (laughs) I spoke at so many places. And my main thing was, it wasn't what I spoke. It wasn't what I wrote. It wasn't what I taught. But it was that God might use me as a channel to minister to people so that they might find freedom, that they might find that God is amazing that in any sense, no matter where you are, no matter what despair, no matter what you're going through, that there is hope and that there is victory. And I've written the story because it's something that is inside of me that wants to tell people to believers that they might be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And if somebody who is seeking and searching and doesn't know the Lord that they might come to know the Lord. And so I'm borrowing uh, another um, somebody else's book. But he said, every book sold is a prayer answered. Mm. And for me, my prayer is that, is that people might be reached, their hearts might be touched, and through this story, learn mm. what it is, that it is okay, that you can go through it that you can have the victory because Jesus has already won the victory. And so, Nita, you were telling us in such a riveting way some of your story. You grew up as a wealthy girl, but then everything fell apart with, I believe it was uh, maybe a revolution or the war that um, uh, came over Burma. And I just wanted to read a portion of this from 1973. You said, I glanced behind me and saw my husband being detained, flashbulbs illuminated his face as photographer as photographs were taken and the moment felt like an eternity as he was thoroughly searched from head to toe. He was being questioned. Your son didn't know what was going to happen next. What were those moments like when you were trying to get out of the country and escape danger? Well, leading up to that, we had to wait two years. And then when we finally got our papers, we left that same night and uh, we were, we had to sign papers saying we were traitors we had to pay the government uh, five years income tax in advance, give them 20,000 jats, had to leave all my jewelry, even my wedding ring, my engagement ring, and then we were only allowed $20. At, and just before we left, I was still concerned or deeply anguished because we didn't know whether we were going to be let go because even to the last moment, there were searches going on and we would have been detained. And my father had been detained a whole year before he went to Australia because he was locked up and tortured. And so this was a very um, dramatic moment for me. But you will learn from the story what happened. Okay. Okay. So I have to read the book. Yeah, it's almost like a dun-dun-dun <laughs> kind of a moment. But Nita, thank you so much for just sharing kind of where you were at that moment. There are so many of us that have not experienced that physical fleeing from an oppressive government and then coming to an area of freedom. But you know this story from a spiritual standpoint. That there are people that are, are bound up spiritually and they're wanting to experience freedom. And you have a history of telling people about the good news of Jesus Christ. Could you... 
point people in that direction right now about if they're needing to be set free, where they can find that freedom? I just want to tell you that we have already been set free. So no matter what you're going through, whether it's a money situation, it's a health problem, it's depression, it's just not being able to set yourself free. Know this, loved ones, that you there is freedom and there is hope because there is a savior. And that's what is the most important thing because without him, we could not go on. But with him, we have the victory, we have the hope, we have the joy, we have the freedom. We can have anything we want because he has already provided everything for us. Mm. Amen. Yeah, that's definitely an amen moment. All right. So we're going to just take a moment and just let you know that if you're enjoying Nita's story, she will actually be at Scenic City Women's Network's Marketplace Luncheon that's coming up at the end of this month because she'll be doing a book signing there. That's right. So that's on January the 25th. And uh, that usually is from um, 12 to 1. But I believe they'll be opening doors around 11 so that people can come in, talk to you, uh, look at the book, get their books signed and purchase books from you, Nita. And then even after the luncheon, you can linger and uh, and benefit from that as well. So if you need to sign up, you can just text lunch to 423-629-8900. We have a link there for you to go in and register for the Scenic City Women's Luncheon and this book signing with Nita. Absolutely. And Nita, as we're wrapping up our time with you, I, I would just like to ask this. Um, there's usually a reason that somebody shares a story and writes it. What is the one thing that you would want somebody to get out of reading this book? Well, when I wrote this story, it was in obedience to what God had already done in my life. And it was something that I needed to write. And it was 20 years ago that God gave me this vision or this dream to write. And I was disobedient. But it was not until... I prayed this prayer, and it's on my phone. Lord, empty me of me that I might be filled with you. And God answered this prayer in a way that I didn't want because he had to take my husband who had walked with me for 60 years home. But it was at that time that I was able to write. And it was a story that had to be written because it is something that God had put into my heart to write and I wanted to be obedient and write that. And that's the only reason that I've written that because I, it is God's story, not mine. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. As you were even talking right now, it emanated from you. Although it is your story, it's ultimately God's story. Nita, thank you so much for being here with us on Mornings with Tom and Tobby.